today, um, we're well, good morning, Mike Mills. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? How you doing? Um, we're, we're going to uh, sound way better today. Uh, so a little, little short story. Um, part of the learning curve of doing anything like this is you always do stuff right and you do stuff wrong. And the way you learn stuff is by doing it wrong. So last time we did this, um, which, you know what, last week, I, I actually liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It was now, actually a good one. Now granted, you know, that's coming from us. So, you know, <laughs> kind of a little biased, but, but the sound was freaking awful. Yes. Because um, I have a, uh, this little thing called a roadcaster here, which is basically like, it holds your mic, it holds your headphones. It's kind of like a mixing board, essentially, that you use to kind of do stuff like this. It makes the sound quality really good. But it only works if you have it turned on and working towards uh, whatever thing you're doing here. So uh, last week we had the audio correct because we can hear it through here and I could hear you in my microphone and you could hear me in your microphone or whatever. But our actual sound that was being broadcast was being picked up by my computer. Yes. Because it was using the microphone from the computer to pick us up. So we're sounding like we're in this hollow room, which we, I mean, we're in a room, but um, you sound like you're swimming in a cave or something like that. And you can barely hear what's going on. So the, uh, the, the long and short of the lesson on that deal is just, uh, you know, test all your equipment beforehand, double Absolutely. check everything all the time. It doesn't mean it's set up the way it was last time as it was this time. Cause oh, and it changes technology's fidgety. So, um, but I was, uh, I was, uh, Gary V, you know, Gary V of course you do. Yeah. yeah that's the content we're talking about. Today. Right. So, um, I like watching his stuff. And one of the things that he, uh, I've heard him say before is about like, when you, when you do the hierarchy of, of your, you know, audio video, whatever, mm -hmm. that audio is the most important because, Absolutely. um, the sound is what keeps people in a little longer versus if your video feed goes a little sideways or it gets a little delayed, as long as it sounds good, uh, then generally you're okay. And, um, I've even heard where like Netflix. So if you're streaming Netflix and the video quality, like your, your, you know, your broad or your uh, broadband is slow or something like that, that the last thing it lets go is the audio. So like yes. it'll run a crappy video pixelated or whatever, but you can still hear it really good because people hop off stuff more when there's bad audio than they do when For there's bad sure. video. So. Or you have to have closed captions on there. Right. So, uh, so and we don't have that. No, yet, so. I, but there's a way to do it. I don't know, but, uh, well not, I don't know if you can do it live though. Can yeah, you do it live? I don't think so. But a uh, fun fact on that. So if you guys are jumping on Facebook right now, mm -hmm. there is a little subscribe button that all you have to do is hit the alarm. And so next time when Mike and I do this next week, oh. um, you'll be notified. So make sure you do it on mics. It's always on mics, but, um, he tags me on there and yeah. so it's on mine too. Yeah. So, so uh, stay up to date cause we have fun crap coming up. Crap. Yeah. Well, yeah, we talk about a lot of stuff and uh, sometimes it's relevant and sometimes it's just us rambling, but you know, hey, yeah. this is what we do, right? Yeah. Um, so are you, are you watching right now? Is that Yes, you? it's actually me watching <laughs> okay, um, yeah. because I am trying right. to, of course, monitor the stuff and that's how I know about the little button. That's right. There's a little ding button up there. Okay. Um, and so it says, hey, get live notifications suggested and no live notifications and then unfollow. And the reason we want to say that is agents, if you're going live on an event or an open house, it's a great kind of teaser for the next person or for your clients or for your community to know that you're going to go live somewhere. Yes. And so you can always hit the bell button. It's kind of just like uh, YouTube um, to where every time Mike goes live now, yeah. you're going to be notified. Okay. I'm going to turn myself off here a second. I got to just turn my volume down. That's Let's turn do. the, just, we're going to mute All Mike. Right, for I'm going to add you on here. 
Uh, can I do that inside? No, I don't think I can. No, All it's right. fine. Ah, but whatever, we, whatever. We've got it working. So welcome to the Tuesday fun day. But yeah, you talk about Gary V. That's kind of the inspiration behind today's kind of topic mm-hmm. um, is there was a big mastermind this weekend with lenders and real estate agents in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary V. was there. There's a couple of high uh, mortgage professionals that I follow on Instagram. They're high. What are, what are they? What are they into? I don't. <laughs> They're. Well, I'll call them influencers. You mean high level? High level? <laughs> high level. Okay. We'll call them influencers, and maybe I geek out over them. Okay. Um, but they were all together, and the topic that we're talking about today all stems from what Gary Via said. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if you're not on his podcast on agents and lenders, you should follow his podcast. And it was funny. The podcast on the way to work this morning. Was exactly what we we're talking about. So. Oh, good. So you got prepped. You got stuff ready to go. I like For it because sure. I have no idea what you're about to talk about. I'm just here to ask you questions and let you roll with it. Well, I love it. Okay, so um, but I do know generally what we're talking about. So um, you know, we've talked in the past about different platforms and By stuff. By the way, I'm gonna interrupt you. Yeah. There is uh, some closed captions. Oh, nice. Okay. Just saying. See, look at. Um, there is a, uh, um, we've talked before about different platforms, um, and kind of their functionality and how they work and, and what to use and what gets you the most tread and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but just like anything else, it changes, right? It doesn't always stay the same. Right. So, um, things change, uh, different platforms require different things. Yep. Um, they look for different or they change their formats on how you can post and when you can post and the link that you can post and all that and how, and what goes to who, right? Yes. H- how stuff gets pushed out. Like, Absolutely. for example, I learned from you that, on Instagram, if you just post on your, what do you call it, your feed, I guess, you're mm-hmm. just your regular feed, that your all your friends will see it, yep. but nobody outside of your friend group basically sees it. That is it, correct. Right? Um, but and that's you, a picture. Right. Like, that's a straight photo. Right. But if yep. you post a reel, yep. um, then it goes to everybody. Or not everybody, but it goes to people that aren't in your in your immediate Correct. sphere, right? What the algorithm thinks that they should push out right. for the no like and trust factor. Right. So so that means, generally speaking, that these things change all the time. And there's not anything yes. that's like, you can't say today, it, it's not evergreen content. It's so, not evergreen content. Look at, look at me look using at the terminology. <laughs> meaning that what you talk about today doesn't necessarily apply to the future because it can always change. It's ever changing right. for sure, especially social media. So there's three particular plat or not platforms, but three t- particular um, methods. Yeah. Well, it's it's ways Same to do it within method. the within the platform, yeah. right? So um, like YouTube is a platform, but we're not going to talk about making YouTube videos necessarily. We're going right. to talk about making YouTube shorts, which is another way to post Absolutely. on YouTube. Okay, so tell us um, what you learned and why you wanted to talk about these three things specifically. Yeah, for sure. So the big takeaway from all of my lender friends and agents that were at the mastermind is we have to start doubling down on our content, number mm-hmm. one. Um, and we were kind of talking about this offline is if we kind of dabble into it, we're not doing our community a service. Okay. We have to double down on our content. Um, but the big change overnight. What, what do you, when you say double down, I'm, I'm, I play blackjack. So when I double down, I got more, more, <laughs> you're going in. I got more chips on the you're table. You're going so. all in. So you're saying do more, do more. Gotcha. When you think you're doing less, even Gary Vee said this weekend, um, you should have 14 pieces of content. Yeah. Now hear me out. I was like, at first I said, there ain't no way I'm doing 14 pieces. Yeah. But those are yeah pictures, tweets. Those are all content, right? right? It's stories. What are you doing? You're engaging in your stories. Yeah. That's four to five stories. And really I've been teaching my agents seven to 10 stories. So that's already 14 pieces of content. Right. And then you put it on Instagram, you put it on other platforms. Um, but he is saying now is more than ever 
supply and demand, mm -hmm. our fun favorite words on the mortgage side, supply and demand. So many people are on Instagram right now. Mm -hmm. We need to shift our focus back to YouTube, right? to TikTok and Facebook reels. Yeah. I heard him say something about Facebook the other day that he, he looks at, um, he's a, um, he's, what does he call himself? He's like a, he's like a, not a connoisseur, but like a marker of attention. Yes. Like he's a, he's a, uh, I can't think of a word, but he, he, he pays attention to attention. Absolutely. And so he's looking for value and attention. Yes. So if you're on, uh, Instagram, but everybody's on Instagram and you're getting, you know, one, one hundredth of the attention. Absolutely. But the, like Facebook, for example, people have pulled away or in the past had pulled away from Facebook. Yes. But if you go onto Facebook now, the, the, the attention you get is at a greater ratio than you would yes, on Instagram sure. because less people are using it for yep. that than the um, law of supply and demand. Right. It goes even to social media and supply and demand. There we go. Okay. We still, <laughs> we what is happening? We're still up. We're still up. Okay. All working right, on it. Like, um, like so the supply and demand is we need to push our focus more on the education piece of TikTok. Right. Right. Of there are so many people because it's been it's been kind of this an easy shop for Instagram to go post your reel, do this. Right. But it's kind of like once you do it, everybody's doing it. Mm -hmm. So the law of supply and demand says nobody was doing YouTube shorts. Right. No one was doing Facebook. Mm -hmm. So what I and I've kind of been testing this. It's weird for the last couple of weeks. I'm getting more love on Facebook reels. Mm -hmm. um, some of my videos have hit 10 and 12,000 mm -hmm. on Facebook. On Instagram, they're hitting 200. Right. And so the love for me and the three focus points should now be your TikTok, YouTube, Shorts, and Facebook. Okay. Not to say you can't get off of Instagram. Right. But no, there's so many people on there. It's being inundated right now. I mean, just think about what you look on Instagram. Yeah. Like it's video after video after video. Right. Well, Masseri, and when I'm going to say that wrong, even said this morning is he is feeling the change coming as well. Mm -hmm. The change of there's so many people on there. People are like, oh, I'm out. Like it's kind of overwhelming. Right. And that's where I felt. So I have actually taken a break from Instagram for a little bit. Um, and focus more on YouTube shorts. You're taking a break. You guys are, y'all are having trouble. You're, uh, you're having issues in your I'm relationship. I'm on the Ross and Rachel break, yes. You're, <laughs> but the one strategy we need to make sure we keep intact is to make sure our videos are uploaded on our phone. Right. And then from our phone, we take it to each platform. Yes. Not saying you can't repost it on Instagram. We were kind of talking about that. But it should be a non-negotiable for yeah. at least 30, 45 minutes a day yeah. to change your algorithms and how you do things of that one video now goes on YouTube short. Mm -hmm. It goes on Facebook Reels. Mm -hmm. It goes on Instagram Reels. It goes on Twitter and it goes on, you know, TikTok. Yeah. So you're hitting every platform. And that's multiple content posts. Like you're like Mr. Gary Vee was asking. For. There's 14. I mean, right. right there, you got five and, you know, less. It's than not 14 30. on one platform. It's just 14 total. Correct. And it can be reused. It could be the same one, but posted 14 Absolutely. different places. And it's about how the consumer is seeing it, right? Mm -hmm. The consumer right now is really kind of fed up with Instagram. And so TikTok is a under lever. And we've talked about that. TikTok is a under leveraged social media account. Yeah, but it's not going to be that way for long, right? Exactly. I mean, exactly. And that is why because all the adults are taking over. Although, you know, it's funny. I don't know what it's called. But the other day, my daughter was um, my wife was on her phone and she was like downloading some 
app or something. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she told me what it was. And I don't remember the name, but she was like, well, Katie Jane invited me to be on this, like her social on this app. And it was something that's different. It's just another social media thing. Absolutely. But the ki- the kids who were all on TikTok and were they doing moved. it, they moved. They they're like, well, we're not gonna. All the old people are here. We're not yep. gonna be here anymore. So we're gonna go somewhere else. And right. That's what they're doing. I, and again, that may that particular one may not last. I I don't know. But it's like the youth always migrate to Absolutely. to something where they once all the, the next one. <laughs> yeah, once all the adults show up and like I know, I think on I don't spend a ton of time on TikTok. I post stuff, but I don't spend a ton going through it. But I do the times that I have recently, I feel like there's a lot more ads on there now. Like there's a lot more sponsored content and stuff. Walmart, Target, back to school. And I think that pushes that also pushes the younger, younger folks out. Yep, for sure. Um, and uh I just lost my train of thought what I was gonna say. That's what I do. I cut you off. I know, right? Change your Oh, it's like Clubhouse, right? So Clubhouse was kind of like hit or there. It was really kind of dynamic for a minute. And I don't know, I don't hear anybody even on Clubhouse anymore. No, because the full the format was all jacked up because the whole thing about Clubhouse was is you like it'd be like if you and I were having a conversation right now on Clubhouse, which we could, um, then we could invite people to participate in the conversation. Right. Which sounds good. Until you get 25 people trying to talk on a thing, it right. just doesn't work. And so interrupting the teacher, right? Yeah. And so then it just turned into a couple people talking and other people listening, but that's, that's what this is. I mean, you can do that in a hundred different places. Right. You don't have to have an app to be able to pull that off. So th- the thought was, is they wanted more people involved in the conversation, but it just didn't necessarily pan out. Yep. Um, and so on the, the three platforms we want to start focusing on, we really want to keep them under 30 seconds. Okay. Um, but I, I talk a lot, Glenn. Now I'm going to keep it under 30 seconds. That's hard. I know, Mike. So we're going to cut that content up and put it into, again, micro and macro content. Got it. Um, and so on all these platforms, yes, sometimes it's necessary to do a minute, a minute and a half, three minutes. Mm-hmm. But the normal mind from the consumer from the last two and a half years from being virtual yeah. is now the consumer. You have 30 seconds to get that consumer of what they need or they're out. Right. And so... Um, it's weird. Even TikTok yesterday said it's seven to 22 seconds. And I'm like, I can't tell crap in seven seconds, but it's because we've ruined our attention span. That's part of the problem. Right. With all of this has been destroyed. Well, even I was listening. My wife was in bed. She was listening, watching, watching TikTok. And one of the ones that I did yesterday popped up and she was like, oh, there you are. And she was listening to it. And it was, it was a minute and 25 seconds. That's how long it was. Right. It was not very long. And I'm sitting next to her listening to what she's listening to. And even me, it's my thing. <laughs> and after about 30 seconds, yes. I was like, I don't care what's going exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> so we have to kind of train our brains of a 30 second micro content. Right. And then think about, of course, the platforms, right? Instagram can go away. I guess their Instagram was down the other day from what I was told. Instagram and Facebook was down. I didn't hear it, but maybe I'm not on it as much anymore. Um, but we think about what happened when Facebook went down yeah. for seven, eight hours. Right. What did we do? We need a shift. We went outside mindset. and played in the sunshine. <laughs> we let the, the street lights come on right. till the whistle came in. But this is why we love YouTube. And this is why I'm such a fan of YouTube is that content because it's owned by Google, mm-hmm. right? Who, and we keep talking about this is who is kind of in you know, in battle and in the trenches with each other, right? right? YouTube and Google own each other, right? Facebook and Instagram, and then TikTok's on its little lonely atmosphere. China, China. TikTok's run by the Chinese. We're being infiltrated by TikTok from the Chinese. Oh, That's yeah. what's they, happening. They've got your data in the back and yes. they're collecting all your data points. That's right. But YouTube Shorts 
Um, and my videos have been pushed out and that's going to be the same content, right? Mm-hmm. On YouTube shorts as well. well. They're all, they're all getting to a place where they're shrinking down the amount of time that, that people's attention is going to. So, right. so YouTube, YouTube is a long, long video content, uh, uh, platform. Yes. Except mostly. Um, and then they came out with YouTube shorts because yes. I would imagine they were probably either losing market share or, or losing For attention. Sure. Um, and, and we're competing with the TikToks and the Instagram reels yes. of the world and had to come up with their own version of it. Yep. Right? And so what we need to do for our YouTube is we need to have long form and short form content. Uh-huh. That should be your library of how you get the data out. Right. If you're in real estate, it should be why we're moving to the area, why we're not moving the area, coffee shops, local taco joints, tequila bars, like whatever it may be. Right. That's what YouTube is built for is the education of the consumer that, wants to continue to come back for mortgage lending. It's, you know, the sexy mortgages we have to talk about the non-sexy part of it. Um, how to buy a house, how to not buy a house, how, you know, what programs are out there. So YouTube is always going to be that one. Well, right now, a lot of people know how to not buy a house. Glenda. Hey, <laughs> y'all come on back. Inventory is picking up, That's right. <laughs> but on Instagram, think about, you know, an Instagram and Facebook, right? Once you see it, the feed's gone. And most of the time, if you don't click on it, you're never going to see it again. Right. That's why YouTube is something that will go granular on of how to do it. Um, and that's the same thing with TikTok. Unless if you go to Mike Mills or my feed, you're not going to continue to see my stuff. No. Um, and this is why we have to have a presence on every single platform. Right. It is now a non-negotiable. You have to make versatile content that you can post everywhere, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it has to be video. Um, yes. You know, the the head of Instagram even, you know, even apologized this morning was like, hey, I understand the world's changing, but it's changing more rapid than it was yesterday. Yeah. And the brain doesn't look at video content or mm-hmm. they don't look at photo content anymore. It's all has to be video. Right. Now that could change tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Gary Vee says that it mm-hmm. could change tomorrow, but we have to double down today for our video content that's an education piece. Right. And your consumers will see that. If you just post videos to post videos and your captions are not right, um and then your captions are like, "Oh, hey, reach out to me. Do you want to buy or sell a home?" Right. That's not the raw emotion. But do you think that like if I'm posting something like let's say I do a 1-minute reel about interest rates, right? My yeah. rates are high, rates are low, whatever. Um but then I do a 30-second TikTok of like a voiceover line from a movie, you know, that has the little the little thing at the top that says, you know, is now a good time to buy? And it's got some clip from whatever random movie about yeah. not talking about buying a house, but just saying something, a, a phrase that applies to that. So it's kind of like, yeah. it's not dancing, but it's just like goofy content kind of a thing. Yeah. So I think you get more views on something like that. And, right? and friends and but, family. But and does kids. it impact, like, do you get, I mean, other than somebody, oh, that's funny. I mean, but that's not going to trigger anybody to do anything, right? Or is it no, just, are trigger- you just gathering viewers? Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah. Well, the main thing on any social media is you want the consumer to come back to you. Mm-hmm. You want the consumer to follow you for the next piece of information. Right. And the- so you got to get them. You got to, you got to get them with something. You I told some him, I, I told one of my agents the of other day, it's the bait, right? Like right. you have to bring them in for clients to continue to see you. Gotcha. And so when you're sending emails out and you're sending newsletters out and even welcome emails that we send out on every content, you know, we now can attach a video to maybe an introduction, right? right. When we go through the milestone emails, we have videos that now go out. Mm-hmm. But at the bottom, it's also, hey, here's a resource link if you are friend or family member, anybody that needs to buy a home. Right. Someone else is going to have that question. Well, why don't we get in front of that question 
And this is why we kind of micro content it to the 30 seconds. Gotcha. Hey, looking to buy or sell a home, or if you're having issues with the credit challenge, here's this, but then go to YouTube for the long form content. Mm -hmm. We're always sending them somewhere else for a long form content series. So some of the short term, the short form stuff is really more geared towards pushing people to the long form stuff. So Absolutely. they'll go watch and you gotta, you gotta give them something that they can go check out. And, yep. But do you do it? I mean, is it better? Do you think in your opinion, is it better to do like a tease where you're like, uh, you know, I was, I was going to do one on, um, uh, assumable mortgages, right? That's a big question. And by the way, we are going to get something out on assumable. I have 15 agents yesterday. Right. No, I've had people so ask videos me too. On it. So, um, you know, you could say, I mean, I, there's a lot more to it than this, but you know, assumable mortgage is something where you could say you want to get a mortgage at two and a half percent. Let me show you how, yes. you know, there's that. Right. And then you push them to the whole video. Cause if you're trying to explain an assumable mortgage in 30 seconds, you can't. it ain't happening. So, um, especially all the ins and outs of it, because it does apply, but it doesn't always apply. And no, there's no rates at two and a half percent, y'all. Um, it's not today's rate. No, 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 no. It's yeah. Well, that's what an assumable mortgage is. But it's like, for example, Stay right? Tuned on with an assumable mortgage is. Um, well, they could, yeah. You can, you know, you could get a two point six two five rate from somebody. But number one is you have to buy. It has to be FHA or VA. There's Correct. not very many conventional. I don't think any. There's no conventional that you can do because of the do on sale clause. So. You don't have a conventional loan, you can assume. So you have to assume an FHA loan. And then you have to find a VA or and an FHA. VA. Right. Yep. So then you have to find somebody who has an FHA loan, which, you know, if we get to a point where listings are become more and more abundant, then that might be something that somebody puts in their listing. You Absolutely. Know, and I've seen MLS it lately. listing would say, hey, this is an FHA loan. It's an assumable mortgage. But if you're the buyer, and let's say that person bought that house three years ago, they're selling it to you for 330. They paid 250, mm -hmm. right? Their current loan is 220 and you want to buy it for 330, but their own their loans only for 220. Right. So what does that mean? That means you got to come up with $110,000 to make up the difference or yeah. no, 90,000 or whatever. Right. You got to come up with the difference between the 220 and the 310 or the in the 330, yeah. 110 um in cash uh to make up that difference. Yeah, you get a low rate but you're having to come out of pocket 110 grand. And oh, by the way, because it's an FHA you loan, you have your mortgage insurance. You have mortgage insurance. So the so. only assumable, let's go ahead and market the only assumable loan that's even worth crap is VA. VA. Yeah. That's the only one. Um, and I think that's uh, agents don't know about it. Right. And that, I think that's why there's so many questions. But you know what the hang up on that is? Yeah. Is that if I'm the veteran and I have that loan, yes. then I want to go buy another house. Yes. Well, that loan is eating up a portion of my entitlement. Absolutely. So now if I, if I've got, and it's not, by the way, the way entitlement works, which you know, this yeah. is if I buy the house for $300,000, even though I only owe a hundred thousand on the mortgage, yeah. 300 still is still eating up on my yes, entitlement. It's sure. not a hundred. It doesn't shrink with the loans, whatever you bought the it house the for original. the original loan size. Yeah. So if I want to use a VA loan then, or I want to assume a VA loan, mm -hmm. then that person that I'm assuming from, if they had 300,000 and let's say that they're, you know, they're a total, allowance of 650 or whatever the conforming limit is um well they can now they're that 300 grand's eaten up and right. so that if they wanted to buy a five hundred thousand dollar house or whatever they can't right so and they're gonna have to have a down payment right they're gonna have to, to come up with some to money to do it right so there's there's ins and outs of it that that aren't um 
you know, it sounds great. Hey, yeah. you can get, you can you assume, just don't take the interest rate. Over. Right. You can assume someone's mortgage and you can get a 2.625 rate. Yeah. Would you want to do that? Well, hell yeah, I want to do that. Right. And they're like, well, you got to come up with 120 grand. You're going to pay mortgage insurance and the seller's probably not going to let you have their VA deal because they need their entitlement to buy another house. Absolutely. So, so you might as well just buy the house for a Yeah. Little. You know, like, can you do it? Yes. yes. Will you? And is it very practical? Probably not. Right. In most cases. So we scrolled um, into assumable loans. We'll get that uh, in the yeah. video. Um, but back to our social media, it's, it's more evident today in the granular aspect of it is we have to go all in. Yeah. We can't just dabble into it anymore. Right. It has to become a focus. Um, and, you know, even Gary Vee and all the big people this weekend said that. All the high people. All the high people. <laughs> all the high. And you know what? We'll tag all the high people. <laughs> it's okay. They understand. Um, but it's more prominent today. That it's going to a virtual, right? We yeah. think about how many mortgage apps we get. We get them on our mobile phone, yep. right? They're they're not in person anymore. Nope. Um, and so people are finding uh rookie. Come on, you gotta turn off your ringer. I know, right? Hey, got a loan clear to close. So Yay. that's what we're working Hooray. on over here. Um, but we have to be more virtual in 2023, mm -hmm. right? Right now we have to kind of think about where society is going, yeah, um, and where society is today and where society was yesterday. Yesterday, it was photos. Society's moving around a lot. We can tell them to sit still for a minute, will they? <laughs> no kidding. But it's not. Right. Social media society changes. And, you know, the last week, it wasn't this. And now, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's July. It's August. Like, it has to completely flip. Yeah. We have to have micro content. We have to be on social. We have to start reaching out. We have to start engaging. Or it's not to say we're not going to grow our business agents. Just know that's not what we're saying. Your competitor is going to out do you right your competitor is going to be that one that takes that one step further mm -hmm. and like patsy will say that one degree further mm -hmm. and move the needle in their business while you are pushed to a side right like that's the whole thing about social media is we don't want to get the perception is it's oh my gosh i sound bad my face is bad my you know voice is bad but the perception is is your clients that you've had for 5 10 15 20 years in person they look to use and see what you're doing on social media, right? Well, it's your, where you get your validation, right? It's 100% validation. So now. if, if uh, I, I, when we did a podcast last week, I, we were talking to Kristen Messerly, um, and uh, she's a, she does a lot of uh, borrow research and creates reports talking about what people are looking for and, yeah. and how they're, and one of the things that she really does highlight as she talks about how well you know people start their search online you know if they're they're going to start looking they go For to google sure. or youtube whatever but they're still in a place where once they kind of get a, a decent amount of information or what they're looking for, there's still so much out there that it's hard to sift through it all. Yep. So inevitably they still go to a trusted source like a mom, a brother, a friend, Absolutely. an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, whoever. And they ask their opinion, hey, what about this or what about this? Like they're getting information from a third party that's that's somebody that they trust. That's not the internet, right? Right. But then once they get a recommendation, you know, hey, call Glenda. She's awesome. She does a great job. Well, who's Glenda? Who's Glenda White? Absolutely. And they go online and then they see you everywhere and they're like, oh, okay. This person is somebody yep. who does mortgages. They look like they know what they're talking about. They're you know, in the community. They're in the community. So yep. then that that you know, social media platform becomes validation for what you already do. Absolutely. I was talking to an agent the other day and, you know, everybody does their own thing. So there's no, uh, there's no, there's no, you know, hate on this. Like no. you do you, but you know, she was basically saying like, I don't do social media. I don't like it. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't, I don't think it's worth, worth what it is. And she's like, and I don't get any leads off of it. And, um, and I said, okay, well, I, I, first off, 
yeah, do do what works for you. You do you, boo. Right? Yeah. Don't <laughs> just know that you do you. Yeah. Do what do what make do what works for you. But my thought, my thing to her was just like, look, if you think that you're going to post a video on social media about you know a, a open house tour or what to look for in a listing or whatever, and you think you're going to have 25 people call you that are strangers that you've never met to call you to list or buy a house with you that that's an unrealistic expectation. Absolutely. I mean, unless you're posting 25 videos a day and you're on every single platform and yep. you've got thousands of subscribers and everything, then maybe look, come on, what are we doing here? <laughs> but, but if you're just, going up crazy today. but if you're just posting stuff and you, and you're doing it or in the beginning or you're starting off and you're putting it out there, then you're not going to get strangers picking up the phone to call you. It's going to be the people that you already know that you're Absolutely. already friends with that already trust you to some form or fashion or somebody who was recommended or that recommended you right yeah, absolutely. from someone else. But that that's the target you're going after because you want to make sure that if you're an agent and someone wants to buy or sell their house, they think of you first Absolutely, because you're their friend. And the way you do that is by getting in front of them on a regular basis. For sure. But if you think you're picking up 25 new leads in a month off of social media that are going to buy and sell their house with you, that's unreal, unrealistic expectation. Yeah. Right? And there's also to a point right now, um, and, and Gary, you know, he's, if you are not following him, he's very frank about it. Um, yeah. And he's up front. And he, he likes to use the F-bomb a lot. He does which I'm a not big fan of, hold but. back. Yeah. No, if we could F-bomb and get away with it. Like, sorry, Kate. We would, uh, if we get away with it. Just uh, um, not yet. One day, no, one, one day, day we one will day. in lending, but right. it's very, you know, and he was plain as day about it. Stop posting closing pictures, right? Stop posting. Do you want to buy or sell a home? Yeah. No one gives a crap about it. Sure. What they care about is the education piece behind it. Now take those closings and put those in your stories Sure. and then add them to your highlights. So consumers, right? Because social media is your new validation, mm -hmm. like your Google reviews. Right. This is where we, oh, this is my um, first time ever. <laughs> this is where we put our highlights. Get fired up. <laughs> so, and someone put it really well the other day is your social media hierarchy platform. That's your new website. Mm -hmm. How many people today in 2022 actually go to a website to search your information? Not for individuals. They may go to like Bank of America's website, but they're not going to. Right. I mean, come Verity on. Mortgages. But, yeah. and even an agent, are they really searching like, because I know Keller Williams has like a 400 truncated down website address. Yeah. 2022 and 2023 and beyond, they are going to your social media platform yeah. that will highlight your, uh, y'all, it's crazy today. I love it. They Why have, don't you put it on silent? It is on silent. My phone's How's on it silent. Keep? That's funny. My phone is, my, my watch is not, this is. Oh. Um, so on your stories and on your highlights, this is where you're going to put your reviews, your mm -hmm. testimonials, your closings, your, right. your, your guides, like your. Okay. What's a highlight? I don't understand that. So your highlight is, and this is specifically on Instagram. Okay. I thought we were ditching Instagram. We are, but we have to keep on the platform too. So okay. we're doing both. Um, so, so you got a little, you got a little side piece is what you're telling me. Well, Instagram for me is kind of like my new website, so uh -huh. I can't really get rid of it. Right. But it is your one-stop shop of how to like how I do business, how sure. our team does our business, how Verity Mortgage does it, how we do classes, we give right. back to the community. So it's kind of the one-stop shop and it has the reviews on there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, people don't want to see the reviews on the feed, right? They're not coming to your feed to see, oh, here's another review. Sure. They don't give a crap about it. Right. 
but they give a crap about what's going on today of how to buy a sell refinance so there's a place in on instagram that has that's called highlights it's on highlights and that's it like is that is that one of those little circles that's at the all the top? circles at the top i know i and, sound like a seven-year-old man i know right is but, that where them circles are <laughs> uh, and this is where we're going to highlight testimonials reviews okay but that doesn't show up on your feed no okay but but, but someone, does it disappear from the no. highlights it stays in it there stays it's in just your off to, it's in its own little world yes hmm. and so what's yeah. cool about that is when you post a story yeah you'll turn around and put that on your highlight and boom that's your new kind of new 2022 website do you have to like so i post a story do i have to tell it to go to highlights yes. okay so yeah. it doesn't do it on its no. own all right because if you post a story it disappears right correct in 24 hours and that's all they all do that you know facebook has their story correct. instagram and TikTok has, has a story now okay oh really yeah oh, okay and it disappears too yes okay okay so all right, so you know what? Let's do this. Tell We're me gonna about, go granular on that later on. Yeah, tell me about TikTok to start with. Okay, so so just um, if I'm an idiot and I've never even been on TikTok, give me an idea of what the platform allows, what type of content, generally speaking, it posts, how long you can do it, what the, you know, how it disseminates it to people. How how does all that work? So TikTok is very different from Instagram and YouTube and Facebook, like the other three platforms they want you to educate they want you to be kind of formal about it um it's a raw like you have your hook your call to action and your three content strategies mm -hmm. on tiktok it's your raw emotions like mm -hmm. the ones that are doing the best on tiktok are the ones that are telling the crap stories gotcha. like oh my god i just had a customer with a 480 credit score decide to you know one of four hundred thousand dollar house like right. what the hell is going on right TikTok is very granular of the raw pain points like we talk about of getting direct to the consumer's brain. Like mm -hmm. that's the pain point of, oh yeah, that 400 credit scores trying to buy a house. Like, mm -hmm. why are you even doing that? Right. Like, get your credit in line before you do that call lender. Right. Um, but the ones are most successful are the ones that are not calling clients out per se, but telling them the telling story, story of, of the client. I struggle with those a little bit just because I mean it's like talking shit, right? Like and I don't really want to, you know. And then the client's listen, gonna know. You stupid consumer, <laughs> don't go buy a car. It's like you know you're kind of talking or calling shit about out your... other lenders. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I had I, one that was it wasn't calling me out, but it was like a lender and a lender of like, oh shit, you don't know your VA, you know stuff yeah. and guidelines and, uh, but that's what TikTok's for, right? So how long, um how long can you post like what's you, you don't post pictures on TikTok? TikTok tiktok's all video it's right? all, video, all video and that's why instagram and youtube short is gotcha. now video. okay so TikTok's all video what are the lengths of time you, a video can be is there a minimum and a maximum um 30 seconds to a minute on that as well but what's the but it allow it, it allows you to post more than a minute right it's three and mm -hmm. some actually have 10. oh wow okay. um because again they're kind of battling with youtube yeah, no, they're trying to um so it's really short clips of the raw emotion is what uh, you should be posting and your um cover or what the topic is mm -hmm. should be you know one to three words nothing right. longer because again the consumer is flipping anyway right so they need to be able to see something that is so your your title right mm -hmm. needs to be just a couple of words nothing yep. crazy and then your video you can go up to 10 minutes, but on some platform, on some, on, on, on some people, some accounts. people, maybe if you're like a business account or something or a creator and influencer, okay. which we're not. <laughs> but three minutes is kind of the normal max, yeah. but really they tell you, you need to keep it under 30 yeah. seconds, 30 seconds to a minute. Cause it's a, a quick emotion um, that you're trying to get out to the consumer. And when you post something, does it only go to 
people that you know or that you're friends with on TikTok or does it go to everybody? It actually goes to the hashtags okay. that you use. Uh-huh. And this is where you want to kind of research. And we talk about hashtags on all platforms. Mm-hmm. It, they're different on every platform. Right. Um, but TikTok is very granular on the hashtags that you use are the ones that will start seeing you. Okay. Um, so when you put the hashtags in, people that regularly look at those videos that contain the same hashtags will yeah. see your video. Correct. And it and it could be a stranger. It doesn't have to be. Absolutely. That's where you get followers. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's how you pick people up. Yeah. And I did, I read one time that, that TikTok does it where like, and I don't know the number, but let's say you make a video and they'll, they'll send it out to a thousand people yeah. and then gauge how those thousand people interact with your video. A thousand strangers. They send it to your friends first. Okay. And then once your friends engage into it, and depending on how they engage, so friends engage on our crap, by the way. Yeah. Just engage on, on our crap. Engage on our doing? crap. There you go. Engage on all of our information. Um, and the Instagram said the same thing, exact thing, thing, thing yesterday. Gotcha. I can't talk. So basically, TikTok had already had that algorithm. Uh-huh. And it, it may have been this morning that he posted it, but he literally said the same exact thing. They're mm. gonna send it to your friends. Okay. Once your friends engage and figure out how long they're on the platform, right? They're gonna now send it to the recommended people. Right. So people that like and comment and kind of look at that stuff. Right. And then on the granular, big grandiose scheme, then you'll start pushing out. And that's how that's people cool. go viral. I get you. So they don't get it to strangers first. They get it to your friends first. They give it to your feed. Well, what if your friends and like 16, 16 your ass. <laughs> so this is why Glenda has a new Instagram account because I will first admit a couple of years ago, pre COVID, we bought followers for Instagram. Now we have already flushed a lot of those out, mm-hmm. but that's the reason the view count is so low. It's also your your status on Instagram is the amount of people that engage on Instagram. So when I started the account in 2018 and 2019, it was, hey, let's just get everybody on there. Well, the algorithm through the time has changed. If they don't use that content and they're not using Instagram, right? If you have 500 friends that are on the platform but not on it and they don't ever get on it, well, that's actually hurting you. Gotcha. So it's better to sometimes have two and 300 friends that are constantly using it yeah. that are engaging in your stories and your reels. Then they'll start pushing it out. Do you think that they're changing that just because, because like take Twitter, for example, right? I'm, I'm on Twitter probably more than any other platform, like as far as using it, but I use Twitter in different way than I use any of the other platforms. Like for Twitter, for me, it's more about like news and current events and that yeah. kind of thing. Like I use it as my like news feed essentially. Yeah. Um, and I follow, you know, wall street journal and Bloomberg and, you know, Fox and CNN and all the different platform, you know, all the different uh, media outlets just to kind of get a gauge on what's happening. But I don't, I don't ever see on my feed, at least I don't ever see like my neighbor talking about their dog, right? Yeah. That's not on there. Yeah. Uh, because in, in to some extent, I think Twitter has kind of created that world because they, it, they want it to be, I've heard it said, it's like, it's the, it's like the elite social media in that. The, it's like LinkedIn, right? Right. If you're, if people are following you and you're a person of influence just in the real world, then that's a place for you to kind of put your stuff out there and, and see it. So do you think Instagram is changing or trying to change because YouTube and TikTok are fighting over attention on the short form stuff. And maybe, I mean, has, has, do you think Instagram just like, you know what, we're not going to play in this sandbox anymore. Now we want all influencers like putting. So in other words, if you're not Kim Kardashian or you're not, you know, whoever else, I don't know many influencers these days, but (laughs) I'm running out. I run out of examples real quick. Um, Whoever that is, right. Whatever that influencer is, 
if they don't have a significant number of followers, they're not really going to be able to build it through Instagram because they want the the general masses paying attention to individuals, not you interacting with your neighbor. Is that- yeah, and I think the one of the largest kind of issues I have with Instagram is they're going more towards the creators, which is fine, right? Because there are so many creators, entrepreneurs out there right now growing right. their business, getting out of the corporate world, right? Yeah. We know that. You know, we see that great with, resignation. We see it with tax returns, like 52% people switched to self-employed, they said in 2021. Right. So it's a huge number. But now they're they're going more towards the creators portion of it. Mm-hmm. And I think they're depersonalizing Instagram. Got it. Uh, you know, at and he flat out said that, you know, it was once a picture sharing with friends with your dogs and your family, and now it's a creators of how to grow a business platform. And I think a lot of people are pushing back. Uh-huh. Um, but that's kind of, he said this morning that he wasn't going to get rid of pictures, but you can clearly see the pictures don't get pushed. No. And then when you take a break and then come back, like I came back and maybe that's why my, my views are down. When you take a break, it's kind of like, Oh crap. Now you got to start all over yeah, and get everything back to where it needs to be. Yeah. Um, and just like double down on it again. So I did notice flipping through Instagram though, that now it, 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 I guess expands your entire phone. Like, yes, you know, you that's see, you a have, brand like, new feature as title, of last week. Yeah. Title at the top and bought, you know, and then the comments and stuff, but now it actually just opens up completely. Yes. And then you have to like move. It's almost like you slide up a little bit and then you get that second it's part that ratios. you were used to seeing before. And then yep. you keep going. So, um, which obviously lends itself to more video style Absolutely. as opposed to pictures because you can still see the picture, but if you want to see the whole video, you got to open it up a little bit. Yep. Um, I wonder if they're, well, you say they're moving more towards creators. That's why I'm, I'm wondering if they're trying to make it exclusive is the wrong word, but just I think it's a good word. And I think that's why Gary is fed up with it. And he said, screw you. And so I'll go back to Facebook. Yeah, it will. It's, it's kind of like, again, they want to. It's only if you're really cool. Are you allowed? Absolutely. Are people allowed to see you on Instagram? For sure. Like Just like only if you are a, a you know, top line journalist, uh, right. you know, for whatever wall street journal is so anybody going to see you on twitter right because outside of that nobody's going to see or pay attention to and that goes back to supply and demand right the masses and how many people are on instagram right now and what they're utilizing it for and the overuse i right. think is what's actually going on so tell me about youtube shorts so this is a relatively new thing that they're doing what mm-hmm. uh, obviously we talked about why to some extent because they're trying to compete yeah. with everybody so what's what's the um what are the details on YouTube shorts? Like how long can they be? Where do they pop up? Do they disappear? Do they show up on your page? Like how's that all that work? So great question on that. I do the same video. So regardless if it's 30 seconds or a minute, you can't uh-huh. go more than a minute on yeah. YouTube shorts or then it kicks over to a short form video, right. but it's not in your short category. Okay. So, um, so you, so you're saying, so you couldn't post it to shorts and it was, and then it would like, if it was three minutes, let's say you could not, it would be an actual video at that point. Gotcha. All right. Um, and so YouTube shorts, I, I like the YouTube and here's why, again, I kind of love YouTube right now is because we can do a quick video that we take from Instagram or TikTok, sure. put it on a short, but we can put it in a playlist. Yeah. So our playlists are built down for, again, I feel like it's an online library. If someone for goes there to look for something specific. And even if they don't go there, right? Right. If you're talking to a consumer about an assumable loan, you're like, hey, here's here's the video that we just talked about. Yeah. And it kind of reiterates you of you're the validation of, it's like a book report, basically, as you mm-hmm. write out and then you're going to put it on a video content and boom, mm-hmm. you've got two scenarios. You've got the person actually telling you. Right. And then you've got a validation of a video that they can see, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like when we talk mortgages in a 30 minute period, how many 
how many percentages, down payments, you know, yeah. APRs, how much, all that stuff do we talk in a 30 minute? And they're like, I don't know what you, you just said. Yeah. But if you put it on a video, they can replay it at 12 o'clock at night. Right. And so YouTube shorts are the same as long form video, but you can put them in a playlist for your clients. Right. And so you get VA, FHA, USDA agents would put moving to Texas, not moving to Texas, you know, Ellis County, Tarrant County, Johnson County, mm -hmm. great things, not great things. Mm -hmm. And then you can start disseminating it to your clients. Got and it. so when you have a client and a brand new lead, Hey, great. Thanks for connecting with us. Here's you a playlist of boom, 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 mm -hmm. based upon their scenarios, their likes, their wants, their needs. And now you became the expert in, all things real estate mortgages lending um so with short specifically though so you can do them uh, up to a minute is mm -hmm. the max um i noticed because i'm doing this now i've been putting i, I record a video yep some usually less than two minutes maybe right. a minute and a half because the longest one you can do on any of the platforms for the for the real type or whatever you want to call it i think is a minute and a half like 90 seconds 90 seconds so i usually try to keep it under 90 seconds and then when i want to post it to facebook reels or i want to post it to youtube shorts I got to trim that all the way back down to a minute yep. to get it to be able to post because you can't do it any different. Um, so, so when you're doing that and you're posting to YouTube Shorts, does it does that minute worth of content does that stay in your shorts? Does it mm -hmm. does it get kicked out to people that follow? Like, are hashtags useful in that? Yep. Like hashtags are huge. Like, how do people find it? Yeah, hashtags are huge in YouTube. So it's just like Google because mm -hmm. they own each other. We have to think about what people are searching on Google mm -hmm. is how we're going to title YouTube and how we're going to find our hashtags. Okay. Right. And so when you Google moving to Mansfield, Texas, then if you use the correct hashtags, you will come up in that feed. Got it. Um, and that's why it's so it's so visible. Um, and it goes to the masses as well. If they're following those hashtags or the you know, they have sounds as well. Mm -hmm. So you've got your audio. Yeah, I noticed everybody's adding sound. Like you can add music to anything now, yeah. which it just makes everything seem like TikTok. <laughs> it is, and, and that's the that's kind of where it's going. And that's why Gary V said you have to get on the other platforms because it's so inundated. Yeah. On Instagram, yeah. on what TikTok did. Yeah. Facebook and YouTube are so underutilized now. That doesn't mean everybody. Well, no, y'all go do it, and then call, call us. I don't think there's enough people watching that we're going to have to worry about uh, the everybody moving to YouTube Shorts. Yeah, but YouTube Shorts, Facebook uh, Reels, and TikTok are the three platforms that are non-negotiable and just double down on engagement and content. And Facebook Reels is, um, I think, carrying the same type of. Um, algorithm that the other ones are in that it kicks it out to the masses not it just does. your friend group and people that see right yeah. so gary v fun fact on this gary v will actually tell you to convert your business page into a fan page because once it's converted to a fan page you can run ads just like instagram and the algorithm is just like instagram really I just found that out. Okay. So fun fact. So you y'all know what I'm doing the next hour. I'm about to change my business. Converting page. everything over. <laughs> Compliance, Lori. I'm gonna call you. <laughs> right. So you convert it to a fan page instead of a business page. Right. And you just have more options open to you on right on what you can do. As and far then as it becomes basically your new Instagram. So you're you're officially declaring yourself to be like an influencer, essentially. You're a fan. That's page. what Gary V says. As opposed to I'm a business. Correct. No, no, I'm not a business. I'm a content creator. This is me. Correct. So here's my here's my content page right so now i can do whatever i want to do versus i'm a business and now i'm trying to advertise to you like well we don't want that well we and think about what the original facebook was built for 2009 yeah not to buy or sell 
right? The original Facebook was a personalized one-on-one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For that. Well, the original Facebook was judging your classmates on whether or not they were hot or not. (laughs) It's at least according to uh, the social network movie. That's true. Um, But Facebook today, and I think that's why so many people are still on Facebook. It's kind of like an underlying of, oh, I'll have it, but I don't use it. Right. Um, Because it is still that personal touch i don't know you know what this is just my anecdotal experience but when people tell me that they're not on facebook i'm like all i see is people on facebook all the time and and even like the kids you know what i mean so like i have this way about a 14 year old daughter and i'm sure you know because your daughter's graduating high school and going off to college but like now i'm having her friends pop up on facebook and like asking me to friend them or whatever it's weird by the way i don't want to you know and especially (laughs) because the weird thing is now is like you know, there's they're in like bathing suits and stuff. I'm like, I'm not gonna get friends yeah. with a 15 year old that posts pictures of herself in bathing suit all the right. time. Like that's weird. Yep. So, but but they show up on my you know suggested friends. Absolutely. Thing. And so, and I wait until you talk about hey Susan, talk about rings, and then it'll show up on Mike's phone with rings tomorrow. <laughs> well, then like in my head, I'm thinking, well, I thought all these kids thought Facebook was lame. So it's yeah. like it's like the young young generation they're always looking for something where the adults aren't but then once they reach a certain age then it feels like they gravitate to whatever all right. the adults are actually on and people are still on Facebook like Absolutely. It, it didn't go away. I think it's a consistent platform and I It just like gets the bat they're like they're like journey the band. Yes. You know because I mean? how many 14 year olds love journey right now? Well, it's like <laughs> At, when Journey came out, they were amazing. Everybody loved them. They were the yeah. best. It was fantastic. And there was a period of time, like in the late 90s, early 2000s, that where we were like, Journey was like, heck? who likes Journey? They're weak. But now, it, now they're retro. Now they're retro. And now they're cool again, right? So maybe that's Facebook's the Journey. They're, yeah. they're, they were really cool when they first came it's out. It's consistent though, right? Right. The, but they didn't go away. It was the original consistent after MySpace that I think. Oh, MySpace. Oh my gosh. Those were the days. But um yeah, and, and it's it's kind of making its second wave. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I'm getting more love on my Facebook reels. You know me, I, I like to test. And that's one kind of that's one thing we should be doing mm-hmm. is testing, retesting, testing, retesting of which platform. Right. And maybe that's why I'm really pissy about Instagram. I'm sorry right now, because Facebook is pushing my reels out. Yeah. When I can get, you know, a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand people on the same reel that Instagram is pushing to 200 right well why would i not give facebook the love and start pushing more to facebook for sure and 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 it's we're getting leads on there like that's the big thing is when we say we're on social media we can confidently say we get leads we get random applications from there like it's it's doing what it should sure now fun fact agents it's not going to happen today right if you, like, you mean like if I the, post my one video ever that I've ever posted, if, I'm not going to get five if applications. If you post one open house and you don't give an education series, no, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> it's taken me two years to get my, you know, almost two, you know, Reddit two years for my YouTube to start taking off. Yeah. Right. And when that takes off, then applications come in and you know you're doing it right. Sure. So it is something that the consistent when I say we do this is, you know, go all in for the next 90 days on one platform. Yeah. We need to be consistent on three. Yeah. But if you don't know how to do it, get with Mike and I. We can help you. Um, but go all well, in. I, mean, I can kind of help. I know well, a little bit. Call me, not Mike. Never mind. <laughs> call me. Um, but go all in. We have to focus on those three. Yeah. Um, not to say Instagram's going to go away, but the way they're changing their algorithms, you're going to see a complete shift going forward. So if you had to pick one of the three and you were like, okay, I'm going to start one place. Okay. Where would, where would you start? YouTube Shorts. YouTube Shorts. That's I the am first focusing. One. I am going 100% all in the next 90 days on YouTube. Why? 
because of the education piece of it. Okay. Because that's what you primarily do. Right. So because I'm the mortgage if, coach. It fits your it fits your content, uh, your content uh platform, right? Right. Because every piece of content we put out, it can be repurposed to another platform. Right. And so when we talk about YouTube and a grandiose status, basically, it's gonna come down to YouTube, right? Yeah. What's still the number one search? YouTube. Google. Well, no, YouTube, I thought yeah. YouTube beat it. No, it? Google is back to number one. Oh, okay. But when you search Google, you're searching YouTube. You're going to come up on YouTube. Yeah, because they're t they're tied to each they're other. They're tied to each other and they're married. Yeah. And so that for me is my next 90 days. I'm committed for the next 90 days. Okay. Well then, so then that means the next what is 90 days? How many weeks is that? Are <laughs> it's we, 12 weeks. 12 weeks. So we're we gonna talk only about YouTube for the next no, 12 weeks. No, we're not. But next week we're gonna get YouTube. more intense on long form, short form on YouTube and how we have to get on it. I can't tell you how many agents are like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Just rip the damn bandaid off and do it. They're like me. They're like, well, tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Yeah. I'm gonna start There's tomorrow. no tomorrow. It's today. So y'all come into the office. As you can see, we have a great podcast area and we will help you get on YouTube. Yes. Um, all right. So next week we're going to do YouTube specifically. We're going to go into that probably for a couple of weeks because I have a lot of questions about YouTube and yes. I want you to teach me. Um, Yoda of YouTube, Glenda. Um, so I want to find out a little bit more about how to post, learn about tiles and hashtags and titles and uh, how all that stuff affects your um, interaction. I actually, um, I did a video recently that I posted on there and I did my own like little tile and just kind of did it the way that, you know, they yep. say have emotions and put a couple of yep. things. It was like the best one I did. Absolutely. And the they're free views. on Canva. So yeah, I had, and I did it on Canva Yep. and it had the most views I've had of any yep. video I put on there. And, and not a lot, a lot. I think it was like a thousand or you know, a couple hundred or whatever, it but that's where it is. But that's, that's uh, compared to like the five I got on the other Absolutely. ones. It, was way better, it so. is all about. And we'll get into that next week. Yeah. We're not going to spill the beans because we're already an hour into Yes, this. we're so far in. All right. Well, um, that's a wrap for today. And what will happen is you will see all kinds of little pieces oh, of this. Yeah. And nobody will sit down and watch the entire thing. But that's not why we do it, maybe. Glenda. Right? Maybe. Maybe. But really what we're going to do is we're going to take this little 55-minute conversation. We're going to cu cut it into 30 little clips. And yep. you'll see it sprinkled about all little uh, – um, all of our socias um, all throughout the week. Yep. And then uh, hopefully you can, it'll be digestible micro content. It is. There it is. All right. All right, Glenda. Well, I appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Have a great day.